Hey everybody, welcome back to episode 9 of People With Problems. That is a crazy number, but we've been consistent with this bad boy for 9 weeks now, and I'm feeling pretty good. Hope you guys are enjoying the little journey that this podcast is kind of going through. Now, this week's episode is with, some of you guys may know him as the lifeguard, I know him as Noah, but he is a photographer, a musician, and he is also a future filmmaker. He's a near and dear friend, and in this episode, we just talk about a multitude of different things as per usual. Some of it's COVID-related, and other things happen to do with just the local markets, uh, local art, and of course, music, and a bunch of other different things. So I invite you guys to enjoy this lovely episode of People With Problems featuring Noah, the lifeguard. Hey, Noah. How you doing, my man? I'm doing pretty good, man. How are you doing? I'm doing, uh, you know, as good as I can during uh, this new schedule with online teaching and stuff like that. But right. at this point, I'm just like, I don't even want to think about school. Like, it's just, it's just so much. It's just a bunch of crap. But what about I'm, you? How's uh, college going? You know, it's, it's college is college, man. It's stressful either way, but it's, uh, it's crazy having to adapt to this new online, especially since I've never taken online courses before. It's crazy having to adapt to it, but I mean, it's going pretty well, you know, trying to, trying to pump out my classes, get my degree going. When do you think you're going to graduate? I'm not sure, man. I'm not sure. I keep like looking at my, my uh, like degree evaluation and I keep seeing different things. So hopefully by 2021, like December, 2021, hopefully. That's like right around the corner. A year flies by like, Oh yeah. Oh yeah, dude. Maybe right now it doesn't feel like it's flying by, but I felt like uh, sometimes I'm like, Whoa, it's been a year already. And it just trips me out. Yeah, for real. Like when I was, well, so you know how Snapchat has like memories and stuff? I do know about that. So like uh, a couple of days ago, it was a year since Minor Palooza happened. And then I met two really good friends of mine. And I was like, I can't believe it's been a year already. It's crazy. It does not feel like it at all. So, so you were there uh, when We the Kings was playing. Yes, dude. And uh, Drake, Drake Bell. I actually, yeah, I actually got a photo with Drake Bell. Uh, he signed one of my posters, and I got a guitar pick from We the Kings. Dude, I love We the Kings. They were like one dude. of my little emo bands growing up in high school. Yes, me too. And it's funny because everybody says like, "Oh, this brings me back to middle school." This brings me back to middle school. Like my emo phase was in high school. You know what I mean? Like it was the same for me. You know, and speaking of like memories in high school, man, those memory things are so interesting because like the other day I was on Facebook and I went into my memories and wow, the the disturbing stuff I would say, like so misogynistic, uh so really uh, yeah, dude, it was horrible. Like I was a misogynist, I was and like I, I didn't realize like this the stuff I said had impact. I was kind of like, oh, what I right. say doesn't matter. It's just what I say. Like, and it was just like the lack of awareness. And some of the stuff I said, Noah, like I was disgusted. 
Like, I was like, I cannot believe I, I like if someone went through my Facebook and went all the way down to like, you know, I had that thing in like 2011. So it's almost 10 years old. Facebook. Right. Wow. That's a long time. I didn't join yeah. Facebook until like 2017. Oh, man. No, I was I was around when it got like, well, I, I think I'm a little older than you. I think you're a lot younger than me, actually. Uh, we're about five years apart. Yeah. I mean, that's a good amount of space. Uh, but when like Facebook was like barely like taking off, you know what I mean? Like, and, and I had the power of the internet and like cancel culture wasn't really a thing then. Like you, you could right. say whatever you wanted. And I had a Twitter too. My Twitter's just as old, dude. Some of the wow, stuff dude. I said on Twitter, disgusting. I'm disgusted with myself. Like I'm just, well, I guess it's shown I've grown a lot. Yeah, you know what? And I was going to say too, Martin, like that's that's a sign that like you've grown and that your viewpoints have changed because it would be kind of worrisome. I mean, I don't know the kind of stuff that you'd put out, but like it'd be worrisome if you hadn't grown. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, and you know what trips me out is I still see people uh, who grew up in the in the same like environment and in the same culture that I did. And they still kind of think like that. Like they never they never move their minds never moved beyond what they already knew. And I think a lot of times right. uh, your, your lack of, of awareness comes from your inability to connect and empathize with people. You know what I mean? Yeah, dude, it's a, that's a big thing, man. I mean, I think just the simple, like caring for people can go a long way in, in your viewpoint and like what, what, how you see the world. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, like, I feel like. Oh well, continue. Oh no, no, go ahead, go ahead, bro. Well, I, I feel just like that. Me and you are, because I could tell you care about people. You know, like you're you're a people. I think you're a people person, like me. <laughs> I think so too. I try. I don't think that I am, because I sometimes you know I have my days where I'm like, God, I don't want to talk to anybody. I don't want to, but. I, I really enjoy it. Like this pandemic is killing me, dude, because like I can't go out and talk to people. I can't socialize. I can't go to the bar with like my best friend. You know what I mean? I can't I can't go out and have a good time with people anymore, you know, and that's that's what's really kind of holding me, not holding me back, but kind of like, OK, when is this going to end? You know, <laughs> yeah, you're kind of just like getting the cabin fever. Yes, exactly. Exactly. So have you like not gone and seen any of your friends or done anything? I have stepped foot out of the house maybe four times in the past six months. Dude, you're crazy. You're you're yeah. a true you're a true warrior. <laughs> nah man, I'm just afraid. <laughs> I'm just Honestly, afraid of the virus. Man, that is insane because like like for me, dude, uh like I socially distance, but like I'm out and about, like I'm outside, I'm at the parks. I have to right. be around some people, man. Like I have to, and I have seen a, like, you know, a couple of friends. Uh, luckily, you know, it's weird because a lot of my friends are introverts. Really? Yeah. Most of my friends are introverts. So like, they're very good at staying home. And so the friends that I have seen, <clears throat> I don't really have to be too cautious about. Uh, you know, man, and I'm not going to lie. I did go to San Diego too, you know? <laughs> did you really? <laughs> yes, I did. You know See, what, Noah? 
I'm just going to be honest, man. Like, it was like, I think uh, during, like, the quarantine, it was probably, like, some of the hardest, like, times of my life. Like, and I wasn't, and I wasn't really going through anything that was just nothing but an internal struggle with myself. You know, I had consistent money because uh, I had my job, right? Uh, I didn't lose my job. No one I knew who got sick had like any serious damage, you know? Right. And and so it was just like a struggle with like me and discovery. And so I was just like looking and maybe this is like a bit of FOMO, like fear of missing out. <laughs> but I was like, I was like, there are so many people who've been like to so many places and I'm not even joking before San Diego. I think the farthest I ever traveled out of El Paso was like Austin or Dallas. Really? Yeah. And I had only been like Austin, Dallas, San Antonio, uh, New Braunfels. Oh, you know, and I went to South Padre right after high school. And oh, okay. Just, and I was you know what? I've never so been to South Padre. <laughs> oh, you know what? I went when I was really young and it was nice. Uh, but San Diego was dope, man. And so that's where you see it all these is. crazy, those crazy pictures. Cause I was just, so I called my friend up, my friend Byron. I was like, Hey man, cause he lives there. He's a, he's, he's uh, in the military. So he lives out there. I'm like, Hey man, can I just go visit you? Like, like, and he was like, yeah, dude, come on through. So sure enough, went to San Diego. Um, and I was able to have a very good time and still be super safe. That's good, as, dude. As safe as I could be at least. You know, and that's the thing, man. Like, I, I, I miss California so much, dude, because, like, I miss going to see my family, and I miss going to the beach, and I miss going to the Golden Gate Bridge and stuff. Like, like my family's in San Francisco. And so it's like, I miss all of that. And I wanted to go this summer, dude. But with COVID, I was just, I was too afraid. Like, I would be... To me, it would be pointless because I'd just be stressed out in a, in another city. You know what you I know, mean? As long as you know what you did is what made you feel the safest. Right. For sure. And I mean, that's something that I was talking about with someone too was like, as long as you feel like those are the precautions that you need to take, then do what you got to do. Like some people, like when, when I go out, because I've gone to the store. Like I've gone to Costco and I've gone to Sam's and like things like that when I can't get it delivered. And so like every time that I step out, I go and take a shower when I come back because I just feel like, like, I don't know, like not dirty, but I feel like I need a shower. <laughs> you know that's what I mean? What you're supposed to do, right? Like that's the recommended guidelines from the CDC. Is it? I don't know. I don't know, man. There, I mean, people are saying do this do that different people are saying different things so i don't even know what the guidelines are anymore <laughs> yeah that's fair that's fair i mean you know all i could say is hopefully uh this thing passes by eventually and we can you know you can go see your family you know it's right. interesting because it, i didn't know you were are you from california or is it just like how does that work no, dude. So my, so I'm, I'm, I was born here in El Paso. Um, I have family. So my family is here in El Paso. 
they they were here in El Paso, but they moved to California, and I have a lot of family in California, so I'm I'm still here. But I tell people that I'm that I'm from San Francisco because it's like, dude, it it feels like home. Like El, like not that El Paso doesn't feel like home to me, but I don't know. It just there's like another sense of peace and another sense of belonging when I'm over there, man. You know what I mean? Like it's it's like an it's home away from home so i i you know i tell people that i'm from there and you know they be, they believe me i guess i put off some west coast vibes dude <laughs> i was about to tell i was about to say that you seriously give me california vibes like 100% <laughs> california vibes like that is that is the kind of vibes like since the day i met you in our screenwriting class i was like this guy just gives me crazy crazy california vibes Ah, that makes me feel good, dude. (laughs) I love it over there. You know what? It's beautiful. And I mean, just like the energy that you present, man, you always had like good energy with you. I always liked talking to you in class. Like I was just like, this guy's just like, he's very powerful. Like he he pushes his, his, his energy out and and you can tell you're very kind too. Oh, dude. Thank you. That made my day. You have no clue. Thank you. (laughs) I'm, I'm, I'm just being honest with you. Uh, you know, on Instagram and stuff, I know you go by like the lifeguard. So does that have anything to do with it? Or like, where does that come from? You know, it's funny because somebody actually asked me um, a while back, not a while back, but maybe maybe last week about about that. And I told them the story. And so I guess I guess I'm making the story public here. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but, um, you know, you're going to be able to drop it and let people know. Yeah, man. Hell yeah. So. It, it does come from Cal. It, it comes from uh, uh, a lot of different things. So the lifeguard was kind of a pattern in my life, which you're, I know you're probably thinking like, what the hell? Like really it's, it's a pattern. Like that's not, it's kind of an abstract thing. You know what I mean? Or kind of an ex- obscure thing. But one time when I was visiting my family over there, this was when the lifeguard hoodies started to get really popular you know what I mean? And and so I bought one that said San Francisco on it and I wore it. And this was when I was in high school. And so I came back and I was the only one in my high school. Granted, it was a small high school, but I was the only one in my high school that had that sweater. And it made me feel like kind of unique. You know what I mean? Because I had that one thing that nobody else had. I mean, I know th- I know that's like sounding kind of shallow because it's a piece of clothing. But, like, I really, like, I was different in high school, you know? Like, I wore band t-shirts, and I wore ripped jeans, and I had my Vans, and, like, you know, there's a style here in El Paso, and I just don't fit that style. <laughs> and so, there was um, there was that, that hoodie, and I bought it, and I, it, you know, it, it was kind of like my confidence piece. Like, I, I wore it, like, all the time, and it felt good. And, and so I, that's when I got an Instagram, I got an Instagram in high school and I just named myself the lifeguard without even thinking about it. And my best friend in high school, we used to watch films in, during lunch and we used to like critique them and like make fun of them and stuff. And we used to watch like cinema sins and like those kinds of channels and stuff. And, and that was how we spent our lunch. And we didn't know what we wanted to do with our lives. I mean, who does in high school? You know what I mean? And so I, 
remember that time that I spent with him and I he he eventually became a lifeguard here in El Paso. And I was like, wow, that's crazy. I don't know if you're religious or not, Martin, but there's um there's something called an axe retreat within the church and um I was going through a really hard time and I was I was talking to somebody about, you know, what I was struggling with and well, what were you going through if you want to open up about it? You know what, man? I don't even remember. I wow. think I you know, yeah, it's been so long that I just I don't remember, but I know that what I was going through had a big impact on me. You know? I think one of the things that I was still carrying with me was the fact that my grandmother had died. You know, that was very, cause I was very close to my grandmother and that was hard for me. Even years later, like it was still hard for me to, to be able to, to think about my grandmother, to talk about her because it, you know, it's, it's just one of those things where like, if you're wounded, you kind of don't want to revisit it. Oh too yeah. Much. Dude. I totally you know? understand what you're saying. So it was kind of like that. I mean, now I have no problem talking about my grandmother. Like I laugh and we share stories and stuff and it's, it's awesome. But at that time it was just so heavy and it had that much of an impact on me that like, like I was like, I need to talk to somebody, <laughs> you so, know, so like you, I didn't want to talk to anybody until I had to. And then I had to, and it was like, I need to talk to somebody. <laughs> So you were, you were going through a a bunch of different things at once that was causing a lot of inner conflict and you went to a retreat and then so what happened Yeah so I talked to this this um one of the one of the people leading the retreats um and I told him everything that I was going through and and all the conflict that I was that I was going through and and how I felt dude and I was wearing the hoodie and he told me he was like dude Jesus is your lifeguard like and I will never forget that that he told me that he's like Jesus is your lifeguard so don't ever don't ever fear for the future and that really stuck with me and I was like wow that's crazy and so I kept on pushing art out in the in under the name the lifeguard you know like paintings and photography mostly photography because that's you know that if you know me that's what I do um and so I don't know, man, it was just kind of this thing that it was like, it felt right. And it felt like it was this pattern in my life that like lifeguards kept coming up. And it was like, all right, man, like this, this is it. I'm the lifeguard. So since I started my Instagram, I haven't changed my name at all. Like I've been the lifeguard for like years. <laughs> I think I like the name too. It's very interesting. It's like the lifeguard uh, and that's interesting that's a, you know i i don't think it's uh uncommon for people to find something that they would identify with and, and kind of like cons- like consume that as like a part of their identity i think we do it all the time like uh, it's just sometimes we sometimes there's more normal labels like i'm an actor i'm an artist right like i'm a this i'm a that you know i'm a teacher uh right it's like you 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 can carry that with you like i'm i'm the lifeguard and this is uh you know that's your art. You do a lot of, so when did you start taking pictures? You, you kind of were one of the inspirations that got me to invest in a little camera and start taking some pictures, man. Wow, dude, that's crazy. I'm glad I inspired you. That, that makes me feel good. Cause yeah. 
that's my goal is to inspire people. It's not to not to become this big photographer, not to, you know, whatever. It's just I want to inspire people with to inspire people to pick up the camera so that's really cool that you that you tell me that i inspired you that's really awesome and i've seen your work dude for having just started like your pictures are good i would say that most of it's just like so when i was kind of like when i first had the camera they were kind of just like some someone told me she some girl told me she was like just take whatever looks nice to your eye take a picture of it and that's kind of what i've been doing uh, and I remember you telling me a little bit about theory and stuff like that. And so I've been getting into into that a little more. I have a lot of fun editing, <laughs> like playing with the colors. Like it's, <laughs> you know what? I do too. Like That's my favorite so part. Fun. Do you? So, you know, because I don't know, man, like I guess one of the things I learned when I started taking pictures is like how kind of fake photography is in a lot of ways. Because like we take an image and then we completely change it in some circumstances and i and right and, and I'm, sometimes i'm just like oh you know i guess it's not like i don't know what i'm trying to say here all i'm saying is like i guess i become more aware like now when i see a photo i could tell like what they've done to it and that's great dude that's great and you know it's funny because like i kind of started thinking the same thing like i i wouldn't use the word fake but i kind of I kind of in the beginning felt like because I started taking pictures in 2017, like right when I graduated high school, I got a camera and I started taking photos and I have I have a, a like a story about my my first photograph, maybe maybe for now, maybe for another time. But when I started taking photos, I kind of felt like, well, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm you know, I'm just exploring. And I just threw myself headfirst into figuring out what I needed to do to a picture to make it more pleasing to the eye and stuff. Like it's been years of just of trying trial and error and putting theory into it. And, and so now when I see a photograph, dude, I see a photograph as a piece of art. Like it's not like, Oh, that's fake. They changed the tones here and they added blacks here and they, you know, added contrast and whatever. And it's like, that's a photograph just the same way as it's a, as, as a painting, as a painter uses paintbrushes, like a photographer uses his camera and paints with an image. You know, that's you know what so, I mean? That's so interesting. Cause that's exactly what uh, my, my friend George said, who was on the, uh, he was on a, the podcast, a couple episodes. He said that in private, we're having a private conversation. Uh, and he was just like, cause I was telling him the same thing I was telling you. And he was like, he's like, when you take your picture, it's only halfway painted. He's like, now you as the artist, you get to bring out what you want. Exactly. And a lot of it comes too in the composition, in the angle that you're taking, in the kind of lens that you're using, in the kind of depth of field that you have. And the kind, there's a lot that goes into taking the picture. And I do agree that is half of it because the other half is editing and playing with colors and playing with if values. If you're going black and white, if you're, if you know, it's very it's personal choice and i think as artists we tend to get caught up in the like am i stealing somebody's work am i am i you know is this too resemblant of this is this whatever and i you know art inspires art that's what i say you know and if you get inspired by it 
I mean, yeah, don't go out and take the exact same photograph that somebody did. But like, I get inspired all the time. Like I one of my dream photo shoots, dude, is to buy a spacesuit. Even if it's just like one of those um, like cheap ones from the from the Halloween store. But I want to buy a spacesuit. And I want to go out to Red Sands and I want to photograph that because I have like a clear image in my head that I really want to to photograph as part of like this whole like discovering Mars kind of landscape kind of thing. You know what I mean? And it's that was inspired by clips that I saw from The Martian. That was also inspired by an album that Logic put out, The Incredible True Story, because that album revolves around space and and time and stuff like that and planets it was also inspired by just like a million different things that it was like man i really want to take a photo of somebody in a spacesuit and i i just think art inspires art and whatever you feel is right for that piece of art that you're producing don't question it you know it's so in you know i think uh I'm just loving what you're saying right now, to be honest, uh, because when I, well, one, you know, it's funny because I live right by Red Sands. Uh, literally like a, really? Oh, yeah, it's like a three minute drive away from my house. That's how far out. East oh, I wow. Live. Uh, <clears throat> but uh, I could just already see like, like I know the album and I know the movie you're talking about and, and I could kind of see like, like the inspiration that it comes from. And it's funny because I, I did the same thing too when I was out there in, uh, in uh, San Diego, well, like in recent, because recently I'd gotten into like, like uh, gardening and flowers and stuff like that. And there's a, uh, have you heard Tyler the Creator's album Flower Boy? Yes, dude, such a yeah. good album. Yeah, I love that album. And so, I actually took so when I was in San Diego, dude, there were so many different flowers there, like cactuses, a bunch of things, and I love flowers. Like I think they're, they're, they're so beautiful. There's so many. Different I do ones. too. And so I took a yeah. picture with, yeah, I took a picture like with these sunflowers. Um, it's on my Instagram. You probably saw it. And I like faded. Oh, off. I haven't checked Instagram. I, I haven't checked your Instagram. I need to go see it. Well, when you see it, you'll see what it means. But like that whole section right there was like, like it just says flower boy. And that was just from like, uh, it was like an inspiration be- uh, from Tyler, the creator's artwork. And like the, the album itself is just about like him blossoming into someone new. Uh, that's awesome man so uh, art does inspire art and i always think about that too about how many you know sometimes i'm watching a movie and i just get like like my mind gets activated like my director's mind like for shows or like sometimes sometimes like i'll be on instagram and like i'll see like they, they have that new feature the reels yes yeah awesome i think it's the best thing instagram's ever done Really? And yeah, I think I think it's the most interesting thing too because it, it's kind of like a better version. It's a more I think it it allows for more photographers and and, and like uh, I don't know whether they're videographers is that the right word? Um, yeah. But uh, to really really uh, show what they can do in a big platform without it having well it's like very concise and it doesn't have to be uh, like through the Instagram uh, TV thing. You know what I mean? Right. And it's very convenient. Like, it, it, you can just put it on your story. <clears throat> it's like, a, I think it's a better, they wanted to do something like TikTok, 
But like the stuff that inspires me is like the traveling stuff, like the the, the B-roll stuff. That's what I want to do. I, I want to do B-roll films. That's cool, man. You know, and it's my hats off to you, dude, because like I have a hard time with doing stuff like that. Like I it's really easy for me to snap a picture, but it's hard for me to do video. And that's what I want to do. You know what I mean? But I don't know. It's it's I, I think it's not hard. I think it's time consuming for me. Oh, and it's, it is. You, you know, know what'll help I'd you? rather put out. What's that? Uh, if you if you actually like actually make a little storyboard and it makes a big difference. You know then, what I've heard? Because because then you're doing what you're already good at. You're doing the, the, the imagery. You're, you're, you're picking your images and kind of your angles and you're kind of like figuring right. it out already. Right. That makes sense. I'm going to have to try that, man, because, you know, it's 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 kind of tough for me to, to do video. So it's, it's not tough in the sense that like, I can't see what I want, but it's tough in the amount of time that it takes to execute what I want. You know what I mean? Because like I view video, I take video as if it were photos, you know what I mean? And I employ and vice versa. I take photos as if they were video, as if it was a still image from a video. And so like I can kind of see things in my head and just like put it on paper real quick, but it's the amount of time that it takes for me to do that. It's kind of like, it kind of turns me off just a little bit to, to doing video. And I guess that's why I prefer photos over video is because like you can hang a photo in your home too. You know what I mean? And like, it's hard to hang a video in your home. I I don't know if that's even possible. Well, I'm sure you can hang. There's something out there that'll let you do that. (laughs) I, I find both uh, just so fascinating. I've always found them fascinating, and I'm 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 glad I was able to like find some like artistic outlet uh, during uh, you know this pandemic. I don't think it, if pan- this pandemic wouldn't have happened, I would have never picked up a camera. I've just been too busy. Wow, uh, that's crazy. I mean, you know, everything happens the way that it needs to. Man, I'm a firm believer in that. And, and it's funny that you say that because like, since the pandemic started, I've, I've touched my camera like once I've, I've picked it up like once to do a photo session. And that was it. I I have another photo session coming up this weekend, but like in the six months, this pandemic has gone on. I I haven't even touched my camera, dude. Yeah. But you've been making music and you've been doing a bunch of stuff. You've been doing your own thing. I saw, I saw, um, you did this like 80s simp, uh, you know what I mean? Like an 80s song? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Stranger Things? I thought that was cool. Dude, thank you. I I appreciate that, and I hate it because I have the trial version of FL Studio. I don't have the money to buy FL Studio, so I have the trial version. So I have to kind of save what I have right away. And I my computer crashed, and I lost it, dude. What? Dude. Yeah. Well, how much is FL Studio? Are they, is it really that pricey? The version that I want to buy is like two hundred dollars, which is the producer's version, I think. So uh, I, I know it's like two hundred bucks, but but I think my the one that I want to buy is the producer version. Man, that's another hard thing. The amount of investment it takes to create art sometimes. Oh yeah, dude. Sometimes I don't think you don't people need a lot. realize that like art is an expensive hobby or, or an expensive lifestyle. Yeah, I mean just like camera alone costs you a G. If you want a decent lens, yeah. 500 to another G. If you want to make your own studio, you're looking at another G. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, dude, it's crazy. It's and and you know, I'm I'm a huge advocate for supporting local art. Support local or support artists, man, like even if they're not local. Somebody put their blood, sweat, tears and and time and money into making something that you hang in your home, you know, or something that you just scroll past on Instagram like I know that people tell me sometimes like uh, your photos are the amazing. They're, they're great. And, and, and I appreciate that a lot when people tell me that my photos are this, that, and the other. And, and I appreciate it too. When people critique my photos because it's like, what can I do better? But I don't think a lot of people realize like the expense of a camera and, and the amount of studying theory and, and studying and practice that it takes to get the image that I just posted on Instagram. You know what I mean? Yeah, unfortunately. Um, and there's a monologue about that that comes right to my head when, when, when you talk about that. But it's just uh, most people uh, just kind of consume it really quick, which is very normal, you know. And Right. Uh, but the right people with the right understanding they'll see it and, and they and they'll they'll give it what it needs to give have you ever gone to like the farmers markets or anything like that i haven't um because i don't have a place to print anymore the place that i printed my photos they shut down so i need to find another place to print my photos <laughs> well if you ever maybe one day you can like go out there sell your artwork but honestly you know it's a nice little community out there uh, because i used to work with a vendor and so every you know it, it was like the hustle and bustle of like local artists just trying to make it like trying to make some money for the weekend like we all got there like at 6 a.m set up our tents some days it was windy and we needed help with our tents and and you would just we would just all like set up and you know some people were painting some people it was food some people it was like buttons drawings uh little earrings jewelry like some people was crystals like they make their jewelry like from crystals and i just got like such a a beautiful sense of community and it was something that uh, like to this day i'm very happy that i got to experience and be a part of i also enjoyed uh when i was working when i was working with uh the the vending company i was working for he sent me like to a bunch of local events and I got to experience so many things. Like I was in the middle of downtown for this event called La Parada. Local music, people rapping, people singing. Every every event, it was like a new new musician. And then there was also local artists, like local painters, local, uh, you know, just pe- local people were making jewelry. And it was just, it was it was a very interesting experience to be part of like that local artist and market, and just kind of do like like experience the hustle and bustle with them. That's cool, dude. Like, I love, I love, I I love the community aspect of, of people support, like artists supporting artists. I think that people are very supportive, especially here. You know what I mean? That, like, it's just, it's beautiful. It's beautiful to see people out there, like, especially with the culture. Cause, like, I know that some people, like, you were talking about the earrings, like, some people make, earrings out of like wire or some people make earrings that that look like little conchas or or you know whatever man and it's it's crazy to see the 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 culture that we have here in el paso be reflected in the art you know i think uh as el paso continues to grow uh 
I, I think uh, you're starting to see its art scene grow with it. Like, because I've seen that in the last couple of years. Well, not more than, I've been seeing it, like, happen since, like, probably like, 2015. I started noticing this, like, like, you know, theaters are, are getting a little bit more recognition. There's more more film studios than ever before, like, local film studios here in El Paso. There's, uh, well, like, the markets, people selling there, uh, more local events where they're pushing local people, things like that. Yeah, man, it's definitely growing. I think we're coming into a new renaissance for the art here in El Paso. You know, with graffiti artists, like now there's murals going up downtown, you know what I mean? And and just the the kinds of art that that are being put out here is very different than anywhere else, I think, because of the culture that we have and because of the sense of community that we have. And it's, it, dude, it's awesome to see the art art scene on the rise. You know, the, the whole mural thing, that's such an L.A. thing, too. Like when, uh, so when I went to San Diego, we also went to L.A. That was probably when I felt the most unsafe. I'm not going to lie. Really? <laughs> because, well, just because it's the worst city for COVID. Like it's, oh, and we went to Hollywood, too. Right. So it has the highest cases. Luckily, we didn't eat anywhere. We just walked around. Uh, and I went to Staples Center because I'm a big Lakers fan. <laughs> and but and I'm a huge Kobe Bryant fan, dude. Like that is my idol. Like he's my you know how like there's idols in your life? Like there's my mom and then there's Kobe Bryant. You know, <laughs> like and and I, I I got to see uh all the murals they had for him, which were so for me they were just very powerful, you know, because uh uh he stood for a he, he stood a lot for me, man. He was one of the main reasons like I didn't give up when I was trying to like lose weight. Uh, and I remember this is a, there's a very specific story, but, and, and it's kind of funny when, when I look back at it, cause like there's a multiple reasons why I was feeling the way I was feeling that day. But I, I wake up at four in the morning and I go to the gym every day. You know what I mean? Like, wow, it's dude, props like my to routine. you. Thanks. Uh, you know, once you get used to it, you get used to it. Right. It's like people yeah. go at night. Or people who go during the day. There's nothing super special about it other than I'm just waking up early. You know what, man? <laughs> and I've I've started to kind of work out too. I've I've been working out these, you know, since COVID. I'm like, it's now it's a great time to start. It's a great time to start exercising, bodybuilding, you know, getting myself healthy and in shape and stuff. And I still kind of have a hard time that I need to push myself. That I'm like, ah, I need to. I need to work out today. I need to do that. And and sometimes I have my days where I don't, you know, so props yeah, to you, and, man. Well, and that's, and that's what I was about to say is like, now that I look back, I can, I, like, if I had the mindset I have now uh, that I had that specific day, I would be a lot more forgiving. Uh, but during that time period where I was like on this weight loss journey, I was so uh, focused on just losing weight. It was my number one priority, dude. Like it was what I thought about every single second of the day probably wow it was an obsession and uh, to the point where i would say uh it wasn't very healthy but i remember there was a day where i woke up and i went to the rec center and i just wasn't feeling good dude i was feeling nauseous i didn't know what why i was feeling that way and I, and now also like when you eat less and you exercise more and and i wasn't dieting properly either like i wasn't eating the right around amount of nutrients uh i was you know, I just wasn't feeling good that morning. Uh, and I threw up right outside the rec center. Like I got out of my car and I just threw up 
and I laid in my car and I was like, fuck, like, I was just like, screw this, man. Like, fuck this. Like, I don't want to work out. Like, I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I wanted to give up because it was just like, it's like, come on. Like I had probably been like two months in it. I probably lost like 30 pounds. I was still massive. You know, you lose 30 pounds and you're still massive. Uh, and you know, it, it doesn't feel good. And I was just so down on myself and what I, and so I was just like, and I'm a big YouTube guy. Like I love to go on YouTube and I probably watch (laughs) YouTube more than Netflix, Hulu, Amazon, like YouTube Wow, uh, is is like my go-to. And I put on a, I just click on YouTube, you know, I'm there feeling like, like, like crap. And I I had decided like, Oh, I'm not going to go in to the gym. Like I was like, nah, like I'm not feeling good. And, and, I think about that time and I didn't know if I was ever going to go back, but right there on my recommended list, uh, it was a, a Kobe Bryant motivational v- video and it was a, called Mamba mentality. Right. And wow. so I watched it, man. And it just inspired me. And I kind of was just like, you know what? I gotta, I gotta do this. You know what I mean? And so I, I went into the gym. I washed myself up a little bit cause you know, I, I wasn't looking to, I was pretty nasty. Uh, I drank some water and I I got my workout in and I just continued with it. And that was, and that was just like one of the the things, like his, his message always had a powerful impact on me. And I always liked Kobe since I was a kid. I just liked, I just liked him because of his name, to be honest. I just thought Kobe was a cool name when I was, when I was younger and I heard his name, I was like, that's my favorite basketball player, Kobe. (laughs) (laughs) That's a really cool story, man. That's, that's crazy you know and it's funny how like certain moments in our life and certain people have such a huge impact on us that like it can it can really change the course of our lives it it really can and you know that's why it trips me out uh when people say like oh you uh when people are like oh you worship celebrities and it's like i don't know if we worship them but some of these people are very truthful and inspiring people like chadwick boseman yes you know yeah rest in peace powerful soul kind um defined a generation for the african-american community with uh all the roles he played but then of course his biggest role which is black panther right have you ever heard that speech from him where he talks about uh, purpose? You know what, man? I haven't. I haven't been on the internet too much, too, too much recently. But I'm, I'm sure if I look it up, man, it's going to make me cry. It will. Uh, it's, it's just powerful because he talks about how, like, when, like, he was talking to, like, all these people graduating from Howard University. And he's, he just says it. He's like, you know, if you worry about like careers, you know, like your career, your job, uh, how much money you're going to make, he was like, you're looking for the wrong things. He basically says like, if you look for purpose, purpose, uh, you know, crosses all disciplines, multiple disciplines, and you're going to have like true real growth from it. And I thought that was very powerful. Wow. Yeah, it is. It is. And it's so true. Is there, is there like a reason you haven't been on the internet? Internet can be a little toxic sometimes. It's, you know, man. Yeah. It just, I, well, I mean, I started school, so I, I mean, that's kind of, I've limited my use of the internet cause it's kind of a distraction, but in, in other 
in other like day-to-day life like i just i don't know i i really i really use the internet for kind of like if i need something so like if i need to look up like how to do something i'll look it up on the internet or if i'm like curious about a certain like like a camera or something i'll look it up but um i don't know i just i don't like to spend too much time on the internet because i feel like i feel like if people watch too much of like a certain youtuber then they start comparing themselves to that youtuber and like this is the kind of life that i want and whatever and it can be good to an extent but like it kind of gets to a point where it's kind of like you're living through that person and you're watching their videos all the time and i'm not saying that that's what's happening with me because it it hasn't but like i don't want to be like i don't want to be able to fall down that road and start comparing myself to other people because like I that's kind of something that I struggle with too is just comparing myself even even comparing myself to myself like it's something that I struggle with you know what I mean and so like being on the internet I think we all kind of struggle with going on to Instagram and seeing that somebody took a vacation and somebody's out doing this and somebody's out doing that. And, Oh, he's talking to her and she's talking to him and you know, their best friends, sisters, cousins, dogs, aunt just got married. You know what I mean? And it's kind of like, you're lost in that. What am I doing with my life? And so I think like, for me, there's a healthy dose of that. And a lot of people are way past the healthy dose and so you know it's just it's kind of like i just kind of don't like the internet like i'll i'll post stuff because like i need to like that's a platform that's a way for me to network but i don't really like to look at who's doing what you know interesting you know i and i you know it's funny because you have the awareness to understand that and i think most people don't um, and so like, I'm not gonna, I'm, I'm, I'll be the first one to say like, I, like sometimes like I crave that like social media validation, you know what I mean? Like the, the you know what I do too, man? And the, and, yeah, the likes and the, and the, the interaction, because it makes you feel like you're, you're special in a certain way. Yeah, it does. It does. And, I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I crave it too, you know? And I just, I always, I always have to like, sometimes take a step back and tell myself like, dude, this is all fake. Like everything i'm posting is fake like like and and sometimes that's just the reality is like my instagram's fake like it's almost everything is fake like you know and like everyone's posting these things and it's like it's just yeah i agree it is easy to compare ourselves because like you'll be watching someone uh doing something amazing that you're not doing while you're sitting in your bed all alone in your underwear (laughs) like what the the heck am i doing (laughs) And you're just like, wow, they're so cool. Or they're doing so many cool things. And, or, or like, you'll see the couples and you don't know if they're fighting. Or if right. Don't, like, I have, a, I have a friend who they always post like, oh, we're so in love. And then, dude, all they do is fight. Like, that's the reality. Like, really? Like, they're just fighting really ugly every single day. It's so toxic, so bad. But I swear they take the best couple pictures the best. Wow. <laughs> that's a funny, dude. But you know what? It's so – it's like – the the thing that i have to keep in mind the thing that i tell myself all the time is people only put out there what you want, what they want you to see they're not showing you the stuff behind closed doors it's like you're saying with with that couple like it's yeah they went on vacation but how much did they shell out did they take out a student loan 
You know what I mean? Are they really having the best time? Maybe they're homesick. Maybe they're lonely. You know? Yeah. Well, 100%. You know, and then I always think of like, you know, I don't know, man. I just feel like, like, I think social media, there is a healthy dose of it. Uh, and I'm right now for sure with the whole pandemic going on, I am not at the healthy dose. Like I'm on that <laughs> way too much sometimes, dude. You know, and, and, and I am too. I'm I'll guilty get frustrated. of it. I'll get frustrated too. I'll be like, man, like what the, f-? like for no reason, like it'll just frustrate me. Like, because I'm just bored and then I get on my Instagram and then there's nothing new. And then like, I'll check it like 30 seconds later, expecting something new. Yeah. Yeah. Like and a, I think like we all do gratification. That. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the that's the whole, you know, going back to going back to what we were talking about photography, like people don't know how much time was put into something. It's the instant gratification of like, I'm going to post a selfie and then I'm going to get likes, you know what I mean? Or or I'm, like you said, I'm going to I'm going to scroll and expect something different for yeah. just to, just to see that one thing for a split second to make me so-called happy. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, yeah, and I, I think uh, I had more awareness about it. Uh, I was more aware about this earlier in the year when I was uh, more focused on other things. Uh, but one of the things that I was struggling too with the pandemic was like, where's my focus at? You know what I mean? Right. And I kind of and I kind of didn't know. It was oh, it was everywhere, man. It was bad. It was horrible. Uh, I feel like I'm getting better, you know. But I have my bad days, just like you you do, you know. Right. I mean, you're human, man. Yeah, definitely. Being human is dynamic. I like to use that word. Like human, humanity is dynamic and and life is dynamic. It is. It it is. Big time. Uh, Yeah, but, you know, and so, well, like what I was saying was just like, sometimes, uh, like, like, I didn't really care about it. Like, if for now, I feel like I care about it a little bit more now than I do. One of the things I'm going to do, actually, is uh, so this is episode nine. After episode 10, I'm going to take a little break from the podcast because I've been on this bad boy for 10 weeks, man, 11 weeks. That's crazy, dude. Props to you, man. Yeah, thank you. And so I'm just like, you know, I take maybe like a, a three, four weeks off and recharge, recharge it a little bit. You uh, know, what? it's healthy. It's healthy to step away for, for a little bit sometimes and just kind of look at it from a different angle, say, what am I doing? Or what, what do I need to change a little bit? Or even just to recharge. Definitely. And you, you're, uh, cause you have a podcast too. I did your podcast. I was You, you guest. were on my podcast. Yes, I do have a podcast. You were, you were a guest on episode four, I think. Yeah. I I'm, wouldn't be able to tell you. I don't know. I don't remember, but that was a good episode. That's one of my most listened to episodes. You know what? Uh, that was a fun time. It, everything came full circle because, you know, if I would have never done that with you, I probably would have never started this one. And podcasting was something I started like in 2014 with my best friend. Uh, we started a football podcast. Oh, that's cool. Called Sunday Night Roundup. And honestly, the main reason it died was because I think it was more me than him. He was 100% invested. And I think I had, you know, I had a girlfriend at the time and I was going through school and I was working and I, I couldn't like 100% commit to it. Right. And so he went off to do his own shows for a long time, you know, doing his own little thing. So 
And eventually, you know, uh, when, when you kind of, when I saw like, oh, Anchor does this and it's easy, so easy to do. It is, man. It's crazy. And that's kind of just what inspired me to like, okay, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to get back at it. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to start my own podcast. And it's been very therapeutic for me, man. Listening to people makes me feel good. You know, it good, man. Find, find that thing that makes you feel good. Find that thing that makes you feel that, you know, like, like that sense of purpose, like we were talking about it's, you know, and it's so it's, it is super easy to do. I mean, like I've told my friends, they're like, I've wanted to start a podcast since this, whatever. And it's like, well, download, download this app. It's super easy. Like I, I honestly, one day just got bored. And I was like, I'm going to do a podcast. And it turned into this thing where I'm like, now I'm having guests on. Like I had you on. I'm, I'm, I had uh, one of my friends who's like into cooking. I had him on and uh, I have, I have, you know, plans for the end of season one, which is 10 episodes. All my seasons are, are 10 episodes, you know, at least that's how I would like to do it. But, you know, it's, it, it, anything can come out of being bored, you know, and, and using time wisely. I'm not, I'm not going to say like, you know, doing nothing is a waste of time because sometimes you need to do nothing. But if you have an idea, jump on it because you never know where it can go. 100%. It's funny because mine's going to be 10 episodes too. You know, we're on the same track. Uh, right. Yeah. <laughs> how many episodes have you done so far? So far, I think I've done seven. So I, oh. I, I'm in contact with an organization for one episode. I have somebody in mind for the season finale and I just need to fill somebody in, you know? Are you going out with like a bang for the season finale? Like, is it going to be like the most famous person, you know? No, <laughs> no, but that would be cool to have, to have some people on. Cause I know, I know a lot of people like in bands and stuff and like, you know what I mean? So I've, I've, I've actually met quite a few famous people, but I've never like, like, I don't know famous people. You know what I mean? Not yet. Not yet. But you're going to be taking photos of them soon. Hopefully, man, that's the goal. You know, and it's funny because I had a, I had a, not like a dream, but kind of like where you, where you are kind of asleep, but kind of not asleep. And you're just kind of thinking. Oh, dude, those can be so restful and so unrestful sometimes. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. And it's just this idea that that came to me that it's like, man, soon, soon I'm going to be photographing celebrities, man. Hopefully that would be that would be really cool. Mm -hmm. I really want to take artistic photo. I want to become Annie Leibovitz, dude. Like she's one of my idols for sure. (laughs) Who Who is that? I don't know who that is. She's a photographer, dude. She actually and it's funny because. She photographed Beto O'Rourke when he was running for president. She photographed him for Vogue magazine. Ooh. And she she came here to the borderlands and I didn't know I didn't know that she was here in El Paso. And I was photographing the exact same event that she was photographing. And Dude, that she, is sad. Right? I didn't know that she was here. I was like, I, I could have met my idol, but but um I unfortunately I didn't, but it was just cool to be in the same space as her. She's she's really cool, man. She she photographs famous people for like Rolling Stone, for Vogue, Vanity Fair, like editorial type stuff. She's really cool. She's on Instagram. Look her up, man. I'll send you I'll send you her profile so that you can see her pictures. 
I would love to see your pictures. But I, maybe, who knows, man, maybe uh, your subconscious is trying to manifest uh, your inner, your, you know, your inner purpose. You ever look into that, like manifestation and stuff like that? I don't. Maybe you should give it a try. You know, yeah, look yeah, up yeah. into some manifesting because, uh, you know, the subconscious is a powerful mind. The human consciousness is very powerful. It is, uh, dude. And, and some people say, like, I guess it depends on, like, how serious you are about it, right? But, like, Sigmund Freud says that, like, you know who Sigmund Freud is, right? Yeah. The, the psychologist, he says that, like, dreams are basically us at our most like honest and most vulnerable state because it's our subconscious speaking and like our subconscious is a real thing and it absorbs everything like every Dude. like even yes even if you don't remember noah your subconscious takes it in and yes. so when yeah and so when you when you see someone in your dream that you've never seen before like you don't know who they are you're, you're you've seen them before because your mind stored them right you know it's like yes. unlimited gigabytes and, well, essentially, uh, you know, like, that's why when you have nightmares of, like, weird monsters, it's like your subconscious is, like, pushing two images together, you know? And so maybe your subconscious is trying to manifest something because then you're getting into, like, spirituality and a bunch of stuff. But it, it's all interesting stuff to to look up and, and find out. Yeah, man, I'm, I'm definitely interested. When I get some time, I'll, I'll look into the subconscious and manifestation. Hey, you know, who knows? Uh, who knows where your journey will take you? Who knows, man? Only God. <laughs> yeah. God, the universe, whatever, or yourself, you know? Maybe yeah, you man. Control over it, too. I can't, tell, I can't tell people what to believe. All I can tell them is they're more than enough to accomplish what they want to do. For sure. For sure, dude. For sure. Anybody is capable of anything, man. I 100% agree. Well, Noah, I think this was a lovely time, my good man. I know it was a lovely time. I had a great time on this episode, man. <laughs> yeah, I, I did too. You know, I actually, uh, I was like, you know, how am I going to record this podcast? And so I was like, you know, I'm going to go for a walk. So I've been walking this whole time. It's a full moon right now. It's been hitting me just listening to you. It's been very nice, man. Very uh, re-energizing as I go to another day uh, tomorrow. Thank you so much, Noah. I appreciate it. Do you want to plug anything before we dip on out? Uh, sure. So you can follow me on Instagram at the lifeguard, T H E underscore lifeguard. So you can see all my photos and see what I'm up to. You can follow my podcast, the lifeguard on Spotify and on anchor. And, um, yeah, just have a great day. I hope everybody stays safe and I hope everybody stays well and, and happy. Of course. And I'll make sure to tag you on the little preview I post. Okay. Sweet. Thanks, Martin. All right. It's you have been- a good one, Noah. You too, Martin. It's been awesome talking to you, man. Thanks right for having me on. You. All right. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye.